Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to the Vile Dawn Podcast for Friday, March 20th. Stocks are rallying everywhere. So the S&P futures are up about 100 points. That's about 4%. Europe is up uh, 4 to 5.5%. Europe is now flat week to date. Asia rallied across the board as well. Um, so not, you know, I think it's difficult to point to any one single piece of news out overnight to explain, I think, the price action. Um, you know, I feel that sometimes in markets, especially during periods of flux as we've been in, it kind of... Um, can be an accumulation of news over the course of several days that will all of a sudden have an impact on markets. And I think you're kind of seeing that this week, where if you just look back over the last several days, the monetary announcements, the monetary policy actions um, in aggregate have been unprecedented, much bigger than during the financial crisis, much faster than during the financial crisis. Um, I sent around a recap yesterday, and I have a link to it again in the Vital Dawn, of just all the actions taken by central banks globally, the big ones. Um, and it's really breathtaking if you kind of look and add up all the numbers, especially if you, um, you know, look at even what the Fed did. So the Fed announced a 700 billion QE program on Sunday. 500 billion of that was for Treasuries. They've already exhausted half of that, so they've gone through half of that um, QE authorization in just a week. Uh, meaning that they're probably going to increase that number pretty rapidly, um, you know, pretty dramatically rather over the coming days or weeks. And then you have on top of that, so in addition to all the monetary action, which like I said, it's really more substantial than what was unleashed during the financial crisis. In addition to that, you have fiscal policy, um, you know, is responding as well. So McConnell dropped his bill last night, this $1 trillion fiscal stimulus bill for the U.S. It's very consistent with what has been talked about in the press. Um, you know, $500 billion worth of direct checks, $300 billion aid to small businesses, $50 billion for airlines, $150 billion for other stressed industries. Um, the Democrats are, are, um, expressing opposition to certain parts of it. And even some Republicans, there doesn't seem to be a uh, perfect unity among Republicans. So this is going to be a negotiation process. It's probably going to take at least several days. I think the, the fact that neither side seems to be particularly worried about money will help make the process a little bit smoother. Um, you know, during prior budget battles, it's usually one side is asking for, Increased spending, and the other side is asking for, um, you know, some type of austerity. In this case, neither side really seems to care about how large the number gets, so that should help the process speed along. Um, you know, they are talking. McConnell is talking about hopefully having a passable bill in place by next week at some point. We'll just have to watch to see how that process unfolds. So that's going to be the major event for today's session. It's just kind of, um, you know, unscheduled developments out of Washington. Mnuchin apparently will be on Capitol Hill. Mnuchin and Pelosi and McConnell are probably the major players in this whole process. Um, and so we'll just have to kind of watch developments about how the the process is moving forward. But like I said, the fact neither side seems to care about money, that should help um, speed it along. So, you know, I, I feel kind of that's what's really the, the case today. It's, um, you know, it's just more of an accumulation of news over the last, you know, call it 72 hours. Or 96 hours that that stocks are really you know responding to the market the the Wednesday intraday low definitely felt somewhat sustainable for the first time 
you saw trading yesterday um, was 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 decent, not not perfect, and that's carrying through um, into Friday. So, you know, if you just kind of take a step back, a lot of the a lot of the ingredients for a sustained bounce are certainly falling into place. Um, just on, if, if for no, no other reason, just all the policy responses that I ran through. Some quarter end forces also keep in mind. So the quadruple witching is now out of the way. Some people feel that can remove a, a, in a technical overhang on stocks. You're heading into the end of the quarter where there should be some rebalancing activity that would occur that would benefit equities. Um, you know, the one real big missing piece is, is relieving some of the major stresses on corporate credit. And keep in mind that the big stresses are, I would say the most acute ones are Boeing, airlines, and energy. You have had some some positive developments on the energy front in the last 24 hours. So there was a report yesterday that the White House is considering intervening in the in the Saudi Russia war. Trump alluded to that when he held his midday um, uh, press conference re- regarding the coronavirus. Said that he could, um, you know, intervene at some point going forward. That obviously would be very positive. It's unclear how much effect the White House can really have on it. Um, but I think just psychologically, obviously, it, it helped um, spur a large rebound in oil yesterday, and, and Brent is up again this morning. And then you have a lot of non-OPEC, um, a lot of non-OPEC Russian producers, namely U.S. companies, um, are are pretty rapidly dialing back on spending and production. There was a report that Texas, for the first time since the '70s, is considering a reduction in output. So you are seeing supply come offline in response to the price environment. So. You know, the Russia-Saudi war is the big factor by far, but this other supply coming out is certainly helpful as well. So the energy the energy rebound is is definitely positive for corporate credit markets. Um, and now the other thing is just kind of relieving the Boeing airline stress. There is aid included in this stimulus bill for them. It's unclear precisely the mechanism or the process by which money would be dispersed. If it's just outright loans, is it loan guarantees? Is it some type of grant? Is it some type of forgivable loan? The language does include um, the language around the the uh, the company aid section in that bill does talk about the treasury obtaining warrants and equity or options of some sort. Um, so it's unclear how all that's going to play out. I think you know, definitely airline investors in particular are kind of looking for details about just the mechanism for distributing aid. Um, so that's kind of the broader themes thesis overview for today. Like I said, I, I feel it's more an accumulation of news that markets are responding to rather than a single um, discrete development overnight. Um, you know, again, I, I kind of had been calling for a bounce. It obviously hasn't really taken place. But like I said, I think you definitely have a lot of ingredients falling into place for one to occur. Um, and so I would suspect that this this certainly has legs. Although, given the you know the pace that these markets have been moving, we you know we could get a level we could get to a level that would um, you know require people to sell into in in a relatively fast fashion. So we we'll just have to watch how it all unfolds. Um, a lot of micro news out overnight. I I won't necessarily run through everything on this call, um, but definitely check everything out in the Vital Dawn. Um, on the calendar, you know, again, it's really we're kind of in a market where scheduled news is irrelevant. So economic data is irrelevant. Um, earnings reports are largely irrelevant. So I think people now for the next several days, the big news will just be how this negotiation process is unfolding in Washington. And then also, like I said, I think the Fed, um, you know, the Fed has made a slew of unscheduled announcements over the last several days. So I would suspect that we could see some more from them, including um, at the pace that they've been exhausting this QE commitment, they may have to top that up uh, soon, perhaps uh, you know within the next week. Um, 
you know, the one big wild card also is in this whole negotiation process between Mnuchin and Capitol Hill. If there is any language inserted in the legislation about giving the Fed more authority, um, you know, this has been a huge issue. A lot of people in the market are calling for the Fed to have the ability to purchase a wider pool of assets, namely corporate bonds. They're the only major central bank that is incapable of buying corporate bonds. Um, there is not, there are not any any real major reports suggesting that that is going to occur. But you know, I think that would be very interesting to see if that winds up happening. If there is language included in this bill about about kind of not only giving the Fed back a lot of the powers that were stripped from it um, after the financial crisis, but also then giving it that incremental ability to buy corporate bonds. Uh, so that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.